before we get into the coming episode, I just wanted to let you know that they were recorded in the beginning of the year. So if something seems maybe a bit off or strange, maybe a reference to it being snowy or something, I don't know, uh, that might be because it's recorded since a little while ago. And I just also wanted to let you know that we are working on coming episodes. So, yeah. Bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Welcome, listener, to a special episode on the Starcrashed podcast. We're going to take you on a journey into space, into, some might say, another life. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's right. (laughs) My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. (laughs) But before we venture forth into this uh, wild... (laughs) Wild ride. <laughs> I just want to check in a little bit with you, Linnea. I think it's important during these times to just sort of, hello, what's up with you? What are you doing? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, quite fine. Um, and I did recently write what I hope uh, will be my very, very last exam on university. It, it felt quite, quite nice. So I, I think it went well. As a sort of preemptive graduation gift for myself um i bought a really nice book it is called masterpieces of fantasy art um Mm. and it's like a collection of um um, you know artworks by some really famous artists in the genre (laughs) it is a really really big book (laughs) it 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 weighs seven kilos so uh, yeah it's heavy (laughs) yeah i know you sent me some uh, some pictures of it like what's, Mm -hmm. what's inside and everything and it it's enormous. It really is. Yes. And, yes. and looks absolutely terrific. Like such good quality and just mm. like a lot of, I mean, of course, the size does make it so that the pictures can be large and everything. But it just mm. it just looks like such a nice book to skim through and look at the pictures and just be like, hmm, I feel like reading about that one a little bit. Mm. Love mm. it. It's uh, it's published by a public- pu- publication company called Tashen or Taskin. I'm I'm not sure on the pronunciation. It's yeah. T-A-S-C-H-E-N, uh, which is a European publication uh, house that does some really like high quality, expensive books uh, mm. on topics like art, etc. So they have, uh, you know, more more titles than this one that are some awesome. really nice ones. Yes. Oh, I'll look into that then. Cool. But I mean, preemptive gifts to oneself is really the best kind of gift, right? So <laughs> yes, I think yes. good for you. Uh, I'm looking forward to maybe getting the occasional image sent my way and just be able to drool, maybe. I just love flicking through books like that and just mm. getting into it. It's it's really fantastic. Back in. <laughs> Back in 2020. Namely, almost a year ago, when we were having our episode on War of the Worlds, we we sort of made a, a um, 
and I almost uh, talked about a little bit how, how they were recording new episodes for another life. And I flippantly said like, oh, it's the top shit show on Netflix. Actually, mm. we'll see. It's, it, is it a shit show? Or is it a shitload of fun? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Opinions see. Will, will be had and heard here. <laughs> But yeah, another life. So it is a Netflix show. Um, one season is out, came out in 2019. And it stars the one and only Katie Sackhoff, who is... I mean, she was a big name, but now that she's also in Mandalorian, I think... She's exploded in that way, so a uh, huge name. She is the the the, the main character, uh, but we also have names like uh, names like uh, what the fuck is her name like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is going so well. Selma Blair. Selma Blair. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. This will be a ride. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be honest here, um, Katie Sackhoff is the one that carries the whole show. Oh my really. god. Oh my god. The weight <laughs> so. on her toned shoulders is, is heavy. <laughs> damn. Damn. She's a heavy lifter. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. In more, more ways than one. <laughs> yes. I mean, honestly, I don't even know where to start. Do you know Linnea? <laughs> Where do we go from here? <laughs> okay, okay. So let's let, let's let's set the scene. Yes. So in episode one, it starts with uh, well, from the very very first scene, we see this internet personality slash blogger slash YouTuber, whatever it is, she is uh, called Harper Glass. Selma Blair. Yeah, she's gonna film like a news segment or something, um, and outside her window. An alien spacecraft appears, and it's like, whoa! What yeah. is this about? Whoa. Yeah, a lion. And, uh, ape. It... <laughs> oh my god! Uh, we we see it fly over a city, and then we see it land in a field of grass somewhere in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> because apparently the city wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! The alien was like Independence Day already did that. Uh, you know, it's, it's too much of a budget to have a whole like cityscape. We can't. We can't. <laughs> Mm, yeah, um, and uh, in the middle of that field, there's this big—they call it the artifact. It's like a grid, big crystal structure that that sort of grows out of the ground. Um, it that forms, and we see one guy, Eric, who is investigating this. He's the scientist, quote unquote scientist, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is investigating this, uh, and his wife, Nico, who is played by Katie Sackhoff, uh, is chosen to uh, be the captain of a uh, ship, spaceship, that will go and uh, investigate the origin of this artifact. So we have the husband on Earth investigating what is on Earth, and then the wife, Nico, goes out in space with her crew. That's like the... the, the <laughs> The inciting incidents. Uh, exactly. And then exactly. more like, stuff happens. <laughs> this is where we're going to spend the season on, I, I, mm. apparently. So far, at least. We'll see. Um, so before we get into anything else, I just want to mention, like, this is going to obviously be so spoilery. So, oh, yes. So yes. If, if you feel like, no, don't spoil another life for me, then pause. Go watch it come back but only watch the first three ones because that is our goal for today's episode we'll see how we mm. do but that's the goal 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so okay. Do we want to <laughs> do we want to break down even the first frame here when <laughs> Selma Blair is, is with her 10 billion followers or whatever it is she's, she's saying? <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Because to me that just reads so much like Oh, I'm grandpa, and this is how the youngsters get their news. To me, it read like that. Would uh, you agree? Yeah. Would you agree? Because that's how I felt. Yes, it's a little—it's a little bit like that. You know, she throughout the the, the episodes, at least the first three that we watched, uh, she's mentioned or she's referred to several times as like the biggest news source in the world or something. Mm. Uh, it's like everyone goes to her for the news <laughs> for some reason. She's so, <laughs> so weird. And also like, where is her team? Like, does she not like is assistants, secretaries? I don't know what goes on into yeah, production, but had, like, just, she had three of them in the beginning. It was like a cameraman and a light guy, I guess, but yeah. I just have had such a hard time. Like, like she's, because later on, she, like, she'll be digging in, like trying to find new stories and really be like, oh, ha- having her little inside uh, tips and everything. But it's just like, it seems like an enormous amount of work for someone who has millions and millions of followers. I just, I don't buy it. Nah, no, it's strange. Though I will say the very, very first scene or the very very first shot actually of the first episode we see her looking herself in the mirror and there are actually several mirrors around her and she's like putting on on her makeup or something that is actually quite a nice shot i think like the way we Mm. see her reflection sort of Mm -hmm. in in different places on 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 screen um i think that was quite nice which is probably one of the few good things i have to say today (laughs) Well, okay, let's let's stay positive here for a little while. Let's 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 give credit where credit's due because this is big budget B movie. If you get what I'm saying. Like it's there's yeah. a budget behind this. Like there are great sets. They might be generic kind of dull sets. We'll probably get into that. But there's still money was spent and acting classes was had. You know? Like <laughs> <laughs> it's not really it's not really it's not really down to that let's say mm. though that mm, yeah i i do agree with you yeah. um i think like the special effects you know like the crystal artifact and all that while it doesn't look incredibly high budget it looks high enough yeah. to, to you know look pretty decent um though i will We'll probably get to that later, but there is one thing that I will complain about that they should have spent money on, but oh. <laughs> we, we will get to that. We'll get into that later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this rock crystal has landed on Earth. What happens next? Nico needs to go into space with a team of Instagrammers. And I am stealing yeah. that, I think, from somewhere, maybe on a Rotten Tomato review like Instagrammers in space. That is exactly <laughs> what another life is. Mm-hmm. So Nico um, is the captain of the spaceship. So the spaceship's goal, you might have mentioned this before, but either way, I'm going to repeat it. So the spaceship will go into space where the alien ship came from, where mm. the signal came from, just to sort of, you know, um, 
Hängslen och livrem. I don't even know what that's in English. Uh, securing in both ends, let's say. Like mm. having mm. your earth signs, what figuring out there, but also going to the source and just like in case of emergency, we're gonna be there and find find out what's wrong. Mm. So of course you set together the best team possible for this enormously important task. And they choose a a qualified leader, Nico, Katie Sackhoff. But uh, what's your opinion on the the other guys, Linnea? Who do oh we have in our team? Oh my god, the creme de la creme. <sighs> okay, so so this mission that they're on mm-hmm. Because they don't know if the aliens are hostile or not. So potentially, they will be like the saviors of Earth if the aliens are hostile. They're going to go there and and (laughs) kill the aliens, basically. If if they prove to be hostile. So these are the the saviors of Earth. They should be the best of their fields. Mm -hmm. They should be the greatest team ever. They should have gone through so much team building beforehand. And they should know each other and trust Mm -hmm. each other inside and out. And they should know each other's systems. You know, the... There should be so many redundancies yes. built up in this team. That's uh, mm-hmm. mm, there's nothing of that. <laughs> no, they sh- what they shouldn't be <laughs> is absolutely hating each other for start. <laughs> yeah, barely knowing what the mission is. It feels like, mm. and also kind of not knowing who was gonna be on the mission, and also. Yeah. Maybe not even knowing what the other special skill is. Like, not at all, uh-huh. almost. Uh-huh. It's it's really bonkers. And the funny thing is, like, as I was watching this the first time around, because, I mean, what, what was that? Like, way, way back in 2019, <laughs> then, possibly. At that time, I was actually reading a biography by a, an astronaut. And mm. I can't remember his name, but he is huge American... Um, not that he's like physically huge like he's, mm, he's famous <laughs> he's famous and it was just so interesting to co- contrast what he was writing and a lot of those things are like obvious I mean of course you're gonna think like astronauts need to be able to cooperate in space and they need to be trained for their shit you know but it was just so interesting t- to see the kind of work that goes into that and just how important it is <laughs> And at the same yeah. time, having this another life experience, it's just be like, they just got everything wrong. I mean, the series is futuristic. It, it's stated quite clearly. It is a place in the future. Yes. And they're, ta- they're talking about, I don't know, Manhattan being underwater or something yes. like that. So it's clearly a lot, a lot of stuff has happened. And I would imagine, you know, our space agency has probably also evolved. <laughs> but For sure. It, it, it hasn't... If If... If this is the crew they chose, it has been a de-evolving then rather than in e- evolving. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just like like you were doing, compare it to what astronauts do today. Mm-hmm. Not only do they have to go through years of training on Earth, they have to go through years of training with each other <laughs> to make sure we trust each other, we know each other, we know what we are capable mm-hmm. of, you know, and, and what our friends are capable of. Uh, and if they go up to, you know, the International Space Station, for example, they have to know Russian fluently. Yes, good and point. And they yes. need to know, like, every single system on the space yes. station, even the ones that they are not actually going to exactly. work on. Exactly. And the crew that 
we get in another life on the ship Sal- Salvare is the name of the ship mm. is a bunch well, they, I, they aren't actually teenagers but they feel like teenagers yes they are uh, young and rash and hormonal and... Uh, yes hormonal <laughs> and immature and they do not trust each other at all. Nope. Uh, even though I think some of them had worked together before. Um, but none of them trust Nico. Nope. At all. They hate her. Yep. Uh, and the second in command uh, slash the pilot, uh, Ian Jerksa. Oh. Who is so... <laughs> Jerksa indeed. <laughs> uh, everyone seems to trust him more. Like, oh, he's gonna actually get things done. Nico is just gonna... Uh, doubting herself and, and, and take the safe route and I'm just like you have it's, she's yeah. yes I have so many you have no idea how many thoughts I have in my brain at the same time now and I just don't know where to start okay so okay I can kind of understand because this team is I think like almost 99% Yerksa's old team mm. so they already have a very established relationship but at the same time wouldn't they respect that, you know, the top dogs, those who probably have mm-hmm. reasons for altering, you know, just more information on basically the mission and everything, would make a decision to have Nico and, and, and that, that decision being for a good reason? Because as it turns out, Jörgsa is absolutely trash at his job. <laughs> like, oh, he's yes. absolutely trash. I think uh, we, we're going to have to go a bit deeper into the plot of episode yes. one but uh, before we do that i just want to say uh, in the beginning when they are they are introducing the crew um sort of you know we, they all gathered in the same room and they're talking to each other mm-hmm. um so we have you know there's ian jerksa who's the pilot slash second in command and we have michelle who is responsible for comms or yes. something communication um Vague, and we yes. have yeah and we have august and Javier and a Russian guy whose name I don't remember. I think all three of those Oliver? are engineers in mm. one capacity or another. Mm. That seems to be what they're doing on the ship anyway. Uh, and we have Bernie, who is... Wh- what is he? Research guy uh, of some kind? He's not an astrobiologist because we get that later. No, don't they make fun it's... of him like, oh, farm boy. But I don't understand what... Yeah, maybe it's... he's like a... I don't know. No, he's not a chemist either. No. He, yeah. He's a scientist of some kind, I think. We got, we're going to use the yeah, general science term. Science yeah. <laughs> science man. <laughs> uh, and we have Petra, who I have no idea what she, what her role was. Um, she comes into play later in like, mm. episode three, but she was on there. Uh, and we have Sasha, who is the public's representative. Which blows my mind, by the way. <laughs> because someone... <laughs> in one episode, uh, someone tells him that you're basically useless. And, I mean, it's very rude to, to say that. But at the same time, he kind of is. Yeah. Sorry, Sasha. <laughs> I don't think so, this is the time for an independent, like, reviewer. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I, I, um, okay, so he, he is on there to be, like... The voice of the people, I guess. While the other ones are employed by space agency slash the military, I think. Something something America, so, something. Yeah, yeah. Some, something of that nature. <laughs> so he's supposed to be 
make sure that all the voices are heard, etc. But it's like his first time in anti-grav or something. They they point that out because he's feeling ill or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you've never been up in space like this. a better time to try. Uh, uh, (laughs) I mean, what? It's it's bonkers. It's bonkers. It honestly is. It honestly is. I'm going to reel back a little bit. So the ship goes into space. Mm. And uh, Nico awakes from cryosleep. Yeah, they, they call it soma, but it's oh, the same whatever. Thing. Soma, soma, cryosleep. <laughs> and uh, it's because they veered off course. So it's like, oh no, how are we going to fix this? So she brings these amazing guys <laughs> up from, from cryosleep. And I'm not sure that they're even aware that these were the people that were going to be awake at the same time. Which sets us off for just brilliant dynamics here immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty soon, Yerksa and Nico has two rivaling ideas on how to um, fix this next problem. Which is basically that, oh, I'm going by memory now, but I think there there were some sort of cloud situation of dark matter bullshit that they were needing to go through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we need to anchor each other here to, to, get, to get through this. And they were going to use the gravity of the some... Wait, no, they need to charge the batteries and go... <laughs> Help me, I'm drowning. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh so, so the reason that their journey has come to a pause so to speak (laughs) is that they've encountered a cloud of dark matter which actually is like a black cloud in space in in the the series Uh, (laughs) yes and and they determine that oh no we can't go through it because nico says we can hit the planet Mm-hmm. And I I have thoughts on this. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> uh, and then because they are currently around, uh, I think it is Series A, the star. Yes. Yeah, there's Series yes. A and Series B. It's one of them that they are around. So they decide to do like a, like a slingshot maneuver so they can yeah. drive around the black, the, the cloud of, of dark matter, uh, which uh, goes so-so. Yeah. <laughs> but but okay okay so so a little bit of sci- science here dark matter is not actually black clouds um what? we <laughs> we call it dark matter because we can't actually see it yes we yeah Even when, i knew when, that <laughs> yes when astronomers today look out into space we can see the effects of dark matter we can see the mm. You know the the gravity, so to speak. How of other dark things matter. are reacting to? Yeah, I mean, yeah, ga- a galaxy. You know, a galaxy is you have a black hole in the middle and uh, millions of stars, billions of stars orbiting around it. Mm. The fact that these stars aren't just jeeted out into space <laughs> is that we have dark matter in our galaxy that is keeping it together. <laughs> dark it's matter, a glue. <laughs> yeah. Yes, dark matter. We 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 know it's there. We see the effects of it. But we don't see it. It's invisible. But it is probably all around us all the time. You know, you probably have dark matter particles running through your body right now. (gasps) Awesome! That's how it it is. So the fact that they are like, oh no, a cloud of dark matter. We we need to stop. 
And then we have, oh yes, we forgot to mention William, the yes. AI oh of God, the ship. <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest characters. Uh, not physically, by the way, just as it began. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, it didn't turn up on my sensors, yada, yada, yada. Also, and, he's and the he's... ship AI. Like, he's yeah, not... yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and uh, he says, well, we can f- try flying through it. And Nico does, of course, her, oh, we could hit the planet. And I'm just like, do you realize how fucking big space is? Do you realize how much of it is void? <laughs> do you realize what, you know? Oh, okay. oh. Do, you know do you know what? Dark matter and also nanoparticles, like nanotechnology, uh, the mm. <laughs> nanoparticles is probably not a thing, so there you go. But nanotechnology, I feel like those are what radioactivity was to the sixties. Uh, yes, 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 <laughs> like, yes. That is so accurate. I feel like I'll just leave it there. We all know what it's meant. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So no, I'm actually going to go on a sidetrack here. Please so do. my yeah, my education is, or when when I finish my degree, my degree will be in engineering nanoscience. This was my main subject has <laughs> been. And on the very first course I took at university, which was Introduction to Nanoscience, my lecturer there he asked us, "Have you read the book Prey?" By Michael Crichton. Oh my god, I've uh, almost read it. I couldn't finish yes. it, but I've almost read it. Yeah, okay, go on. Uh, and, there, you know, there were some of us who put up our hands and some yeah. who didn't. And he just sort of laughed and said, oh, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that's the most unrealistic representation of non-science I've ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, just setting the tone for the rest <laughs> Of this semester, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. You know, don't don't expect science fiction in your non-science. Yeah, and that that that's a lot of of what science fiction is doing, right? So I mean, can't really blame another life. They are not the first offenders. But a second point here is, I feel like they already have this. You know, you had they had the lying eight alien spaceship, whatever thing coming down on Earth. They have like a giant ass rock crystal on Earth that's spread out of nothing. I feel like what? Why not just? Why not go there? Why not have a purple cloud of glitter, ma- magic <laughs> magoo in space? Why not? They mm. could blame it on, or I mean, explain it. <laughs> And just like they've, we've traveled so far into space by now. I mean, for God's sake, we don't even have uniforms in space anymore. We have our yes. own private clothing. Yeah, yeah. That's so, that, that, It's so weird. So why, that, why, why wouldn't yeah. we just have purple purple clouds be in the way then? I mean, don't just give it a weird science feeling name like Da Vinci and cloud shit. I don't know. You see, I don't have this creativity, but. I still feel like it would be a good suggestion. Just why not? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Just use a made-up name. Yeah. Say it's 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 a cloud of blah blah blah, and it would work. Yeah, it would know. be like that sounds <laughs> fake, I, but okay, yeah. it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly, make it look exactly. cool, and people will forgive you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Okay, so I want to get back to the clothes. Yes, this please is what do. I, uh, yeah, what I mentioned earlier that I wanted to talk about. So they make a pretty big point of it that oh no we don't have uh, you know outfits or uh, spacesuits what did we call it in a decade in a decade yeah 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 the um, 
they don't have standardized clothing on exactly. on the spaceship. They they wear their own clothes, and I'm just sitting there like, well then, how do you market another life? How do you merchandise another life <gasps> if you do not have anything in another life that is recognizable as another life? Oh my god, I just dropped my pen here <laughs> dramatically on. It made the the weakest sound ever because it was on my yeah. on my papers yeah. here, but. This you is this so is what right. I meant earlier when when there was something I wanted them to put money on and it is crew outfits you need that oh, in your sci-fi TV show because that's what you sell it on oh, or, or rather that that's what you sell the image How on. How so are you going to make yeah. little plastic figurines to sell to people? Yeah, yeah. Think I mean people uh, if I go to if I go to a yard sale and I find a box of toys, a box of action figures, and yeah. I pick up two of them, and I see one has, you know, this Star Trek uniform. Mm-hmm. I say, oh, that's Star Trek, and then another one, oh, that's uh, Chewbacca, that's from Star Wars. You know, it, it, <laughs> you need to, you need to be able to identify them. Absolutely. I pick up an action figure of Katie Sackhoff from Another Life. I maybe I can recognize that it's her if the action figure is mm. like the mold is good, mm. but not, not based on the outfits. <laughs> No, not based on the outfit. Oh my god, that's so true. Some things you just, you it's so easily recognizable. Yeah. And and to the people, not everyone would recognize it. No, not everyone would recognize no. the Star Trek uniform. But the people that will buy your project, that watch your product, <laughs> will recognize it. it better myself. <laughs> <sighs> so true. And also, what grinds my gears are cut out naked shoulders. Because that shows up a lot in these uh, fake future sci-fi uh, movies, mm-hmm. and it bugs me. It bugs me. It, it doesn't. It only looks okay right now, and it won't look good in fifty years plus either. So. <sighs> well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> back, back to the yeah. We're drained back already. The, <laughs> back to the plot. Um, so We're they five decide- minutes in. <laughs> so. Well, maybe ten minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> they they decide to attempt this slingshot maneuver, and they start the attempt. But it seems like uh, I, I don't know the, the gravity of the star or something is pulling too much on the spaceship, so it's like shaking and things are falling apart. And Nico says, "No, abort." And the result of this is that there are, you know, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> little bits, and it will probably add months, not years, months to mm-hmm. their journey, which. In space scale is really nothing. No, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, not worst case scenario, really. Uh-huh. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. So pff, yeah. who cares? <laughs> uh, but the other people, mostly Jerksa, but uh, some of the others as well, are really mm-hmm. upset about this. And they try to come up with a, with a second plan of how they can actually do the slingshot maneuver without the ship breaking apart. And they should try that. And William says, well, you know, there's 11% risk of uh, shit happening. And Nico says, well, 11% is too high. We're not going to do it. We're going to take the safe route. And I'm just like, that's a really good decision. <laughs> yes, sounds fair. And everyone Let's else listen to is her. <laughs> so pissed off on her. Like, oh, you're risking the mission. And I'm just like, that's exactly what she's not doing. Exactly. Like risking the mission would be to get absolutely destroyed after 10 minutes of the mission. That mm-hmm. would be the dumb decision. Yeah, and I think uh, Jörgsa, when, when he's arguing with her about this, he says something about her not thinking of uh, the people on Earth or something. Uh, oh, I don't remember the exact, yeah, the exact phrasing. But 
the f- thing is that she is thinking about them because mm-hmm. if there's no one left alive on the Salvari, then potentially there's no one left that can save Earth. Yeah, <laughs> the whole plan B would go to shit. <laughs> He's just like, oh, you're not thinking of Earth. You're not thinking of the mission. And I'm just like, that's that's exactly what she's, she's doing. What are you on about? Only one thinking about the mission. <sighs> only one. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, Jerks and... grinds my gears. He really grinds my gears. I hate him. He's, 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 this is not the job that he should have. Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. He is much too... Brash. Tempe- yeah, rash, tempestuous. He's not... Well, well, he is angry a lot, but it's more... It's not one of those... Irrational angers. It's more, it's more of a I-know-best kind of anger. Yes. And everyone else... Superiority kind of anger. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. And, so, and, you know, just another thing... Um, I feel like they, I mean, they don't know that this alien rock crystal is a threat yet. Like they're going there to discover the source, look around, see what it is, possibly destroy it if it's hostile and, you know, things like that. So it's, it's, it's an exploratory mission. Mm. They had, they don't have any time scale. There is no ticking clock with, with like six years or, or or whatever like 10 months clicking down uh, on no. earth when the, and they're like breathing down their necks like oh you gotta hurry up so really months shouldn't bother them at all no no they, and they, i mean there is no stress is what i'm getting at like they do yeah. not they need to do the safe route in every single decision that they make because they don't have a time scale they do not have a deadline like they can they can take their time so that they are prepared and do things properly like that's the smart thing to do yeah and i mean they make a point of it later that oh we are all aware of this mission potentially being a one-way mission you know potentially we can all get killed because we don't know what we're getting into and i'm just like well then you shouldn't be upset Yes. About adding a few months to yes. your journey. I mean, you're going to be in so much sleep anyway. So who fuck cares? They are flip-flopping <laughs> like crazy. Absolutely yeah, yeah. crazy. <sighs> okay. okay. So any- yeah. anyway, so essentially they have three alternatives at this point. They can go through the cloud of dark matter, which they have completely ruled out because they could hit the planet. <laughs> and then they have, oh, continue as we are now, which will add more time mm-hmm. to our journey but it's quite safe and then they have jerks as alternative which is blast 11- through yeah th- that's the most risky one <laughs> actually actually i would say going through the cloud of dark matter is probably the safest of the ones because the chances of hitting a planet is so much smaller than everything else there's su- <laughs> their suggestion don't do science <laughs> <laughs> not but, in the science fiction but, but like the whole crew or well, I, I guess we don't see the reactions of everyone, but yeah. most of the crew is really upset with Nico for not going with Jerks as alternative, which is objectively the worst alternative they have. It like, really is oh. mind-boggling. And here I think, um, I believe this is also at the point where they sort of bring up, uh, or might have been a little bit earlier, but there is history in, in Nico, like mm. s- sad space history. Uh, which may, may make them be sort of um, 
hesitant to take her advice all the time and all like thinking like what is like what's her mindset and her focus maybe at mm. times mm. but later it'll turn out well we'll get to that then but <laughs> a seed is planted here so it's like oh there's some history there with Nico hmm I wonder so there are there are some other things oh, I can't believe it but maybe make some of them feel like Yerksa is ugh, ugh. I can't I, believe yeah, I said it but it, you know I there is some some Mm. Yeah, as far as the dynamic between the characters goes, yes, I can see that, you know, that they, they don't know Nico, they know her history, and that sort of makes them unsure about her, and they know Jerksa from before because they've yes. worked with him, so they they trust him a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I buy into that, I, yeah, I, I get yeah. that. But the thing is that... You put it way, way better than <laughs> me, as always, so thank you. The, the thing is that supposedly these people are really smart people, you know, like I said, they mm-hmm. should be the best of their fields. Mm-hmm. They can think on their own and they have to realize that Jerks' alternative is shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's really, it's really, you know, as we talk about this and as I think of it, like this is really the defining moment of this show, of these yeah. characters, like right yeah, it sets the tone. here. Yeah. And it's just incredible the way it goes. So they supposedly decide to okay Nico is in charge we're gonna continue on our current course and they're supposed to go back into coma or s- s- coma <laughs> so much sleep <laughs> I didn't even react I was like yes <laughs> <laughs> but as Nico goes into the room to be moved into the soma bed Jaxa is there together with Michelle and the Russian guy I think yes um and he is mutinying <laughs> He is saying, I'm relieved. Yeah, I I think I I wrote it down in my notes, but I have so many notes that I can't find it right now. But I think, if memory serves me, he says that I'm relieving you of duty or I'm relieving you of of leadership or something because you are putting the mission in danger. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my God, thank you for reminding me. That is exactly what she's not doing. (laughs) She's taking the safe course. Oh my god, yeah. This is at the point where I had a surprised smiley face. Like, oh, mutiny! How dare thee! <laughs> and also, on a, after this, I have, it goes to shit, it says in my notes. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. Because now Jorksa is in charge, so that's, yep, yep. Uh, but anyway, I, I, want, I want to address this mutiny a little bit. Please do. So, from a drama perspective, you know, thinking of how you how you structure an episode or a series based on you know dramatics etc. I think the mutiny is fine, sort of, but I do not think you they should have put it in the first episode. Agreed. Because we don't know these characters enough Agreed. to really for for this to really work. I mean, if it had came, if the mutiny had come later, um, and we had had more build-up of mm-hmm. Nico's role, of Jerks' role, of their dynamics together. I, I think that I think there could have been something good come out of that, um, as far as the drama goes. But as it is, Jerks is just an asshole. I mean, what we mm-hmm. needed was to have seen more of him. More we we the viewers need to really believe that he thinks 
he's the better leader out of yes. the two. He doesn't actually has to be the better leader. He's all, he obviously isn't. But we, the viewer, need to believe that he thinks that. And mm-hmm. that m- motivates him to mutiny. As it is, it's just... It, it kind of comes a little bit out of the blue. Like, yes, you've had a, disagree- a, disagree- a disagreement on what to do. You, you don't just mutiny. Like, it's <sighs> one disagreement. I mean, this is such... This is such a good point because this also messes things that follow this episode a little bit. Mm. It messes things up a bit, and it and it's oh, it's so it's so spot on. It oh, Linnea, yes, <laughs> okay. Because so they've planted some seeds here, like they planted the seed that Nico has history that makes it a bit questionable. Her choices could be questioned by other people's. For some reason, like there is some uncertainty there. And also there are flashbacks to her daughter a lot because she has like besides her husband, she also has a daughter that she left on Earth. And it was really heartbreaking and hard for her to leave her daughter. But she feels a sense of responsibility. And there are a lot of cutbacks to her. And maybe them, I feel I think they question her could be later in the episode, but they question her a lot like, oh, you just want to play it safe because you want to get home and you don't care about anybody else. Kind of that Mm. feeling. So if Yerksa had been sticking around for a little longer, then we could have also questioned Nico a little bit and her mm, motives. Because yes, yes. after this, I feel like the, 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 the series tries to do that, tries to make us question Nico's motives and things like that. But I, I never really do because I just feel like she really is the most reasonable person around. Yeah, so. Yeah. So if they'd, if they'd kept Jerks around, if they had allowed him to make some good decisions as well and have Nico make one decision that felt felt a bit like made us, the audience, question a little bit like her motives mm. and things like that, just to give it some substance. But we don't we don't get that because they just cut that, uh, that possibility short. I mean, as it is, I mean, it's it's a matter of hours i think that they've been out of oh, so much maybe yeah, a, yeah maybe, maybe a day at the most so what this is telling us is that jerksa is you know he he's really angry that nico turned down his suggestion and you you know baby so blah, blah, grumpy yeah <laughs> really comes off like a baby so yeah for sure <laughs> yeah real, real baby and he's like oh you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna me, mutiny me, me. Mm. Me, me, me. i didn't get my will through me 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 it's telling us that he's making rash decisions. He's acting on impulse rather than thinking things through. Whether or, or uh, as, as opposed to if we've had the mutiny in a later episode, we could actually have had this. We, we the viewers, could have seen this of him thinking of, oh, I really need, I need to be the one in charge because I need to make the decisions. Yes, and and build up towards that. And now it's just. Just uh, just adding just... more complexity to it rather than mm. really like people wearing their hearts on their sleeves and just being way too emotional too soon. There's nothing mm. wrong with being emotional, but this might not be the setting right now to be so. We need to establish characters and establish like trust in their capability. Mm. And some something else that I, I, I'm reminded of is that there is a comment also early in this episode where someone says something something 
I'm not ancient like Nico, something mm. like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, she's in her early 40s. Like, <laughs> yeah. are you? <laughs> Excuse <Yes>. me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's so uh, weird. Um, so but this, yeah, yeah. I, I, have, anyway. I, have a diff- I have another point with this, okay, <laughs> this sure, thing. Sure. And that is like, she... She really does come off like besides her and the, the AI William, who is kind of a like also reasonable person, but he can't really do much because he doesn't have that sort of authority mm-hmm. to some extent. He does make some choices, but uh, anyways. But I feel like as they removed Jerksa so soon, they also f- messed a little bit up with the dynamics of of, of age and of seniority. And with mm. seniority and age, I mean like how people act not the actual age and even mm. though Jörgsa is an asshole he is clearly about the same age as Nico and he also had that authority as the other ones listen to them so they kind of also remove they sort of make it into a mom basically yeah. with a bunch of teenagers and they yeah. are all of these people are not that off in age wise to each other like it's not it just feels that way so many things in this first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now we might be like, I don't know. Maybe 25, maybe, possibly. Yeah, yeah. The first episode the first episode is an hour long. It's the longest yeah. of the ones, I think. So, yeah, maybe halfway through. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, they mutiny. They beat the shit out of each other. But because they are three and Nico is one, they win over her. And they, like, forcibly put her into Soma. And uh, Jörgsa takes command and decides to go with uh, his idea. And his idea, like we said, is shit and it doesn't work. Uh, the, the spaceship uh, is essentially falling apart. And then August... Oh, so dumb. Yeah, August, bless her heart, the one of the engineers, she goes and wakes up Nico and says, yes. things are going to hell, you need to help us. Mom, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's like Big Brother is messing up mom. Yes. Come help us. <laughs> it's like, mom is going back to sleep, Nico said and pressed the button. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Nico wakes up again to absolute chaos. Oh. It's um, yeah, yeah. But she she does manage to get them out of it. I she does some really stupid maneuver i think she takes like manual control of yes. the ship in what they call the crow's nest which by the way crow's nest? is that the, yeah yeah i think the, that's the, the term they use for it's it it's that like the um the glass bowl mm, on the yes. end of there's probably yeah. a fancy word for that but <laughs> yeah like the, the dome or the yeah whatever yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's like a piece of um a part of the ship where they have a big window. Yes. But they don't actually seem to have any kind of protection on the window. I know. They're I know. just looking right out at the star. <laughs> and really, really, here's... Okay. Now I'm going to talk about like science fiction in general. Because mm. is there a need for windows in space? Not really. No. 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 Thank you. So there's moving not, on. actually, actually, if if we're gonna be like that, there's not actually a need for windows on airplanes. Like they are actually so considering, true. yeah, they're actually considering making airplanes where they have the cockpit at the back of the plane because actually being able to look outside can sometimes cause like um, oh, what do they, do they call it? Uh, 
it's a kind of disorientation that happens to pilots. Oh, where they when don't they don't really know, know if there's upside down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what and I would yeah. absolutely <laughs> have if I was a pilot. So never let me up in, in space almost. <laughs> in Sp- spatial disorientation. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they have, they have a big ass window on this one. And they are in... I don't, how did they mess up so bad? But they are in a massive, I think it's called like asteroid field or something. Uh, it's just big rocks everywhere, right? Or have I traveled two episodes into the future? Is this... Uh, I think I, I might have traveled, traveled two episodes into the future. Yes, um, I, I mean, have. They, they encounter all sorts of shit all the way, so there might be rocks here too. But I think, yeah. No, no, this is not the place. <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. But anyway, they either way, the crow's nest is a really stupid construction. <laughs> it's really dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why, you know, astronauts today, they have this reflective shielding that they put on, on their uh, visor, on, the, on their helmets, because they can't actually look into the sun. Uh, I mean, the reason that we on Earth can kind of do it mm. is because we have the atmosphere. But when mm-hmm. you're in space... That, that, that shit is going to fry your face if you look at mm-hmm. it without protection. So, and serious, serious A, I think is a, a much bigger star than the sun. So, you know, it, it's even it worse. Looks, it looks so big. And I think it's like, it's absolutely just radiating light. So, mm. But anyway, N- <sighs> Nico takes manual control of the ship and she does miraculously manage to actually do some kind of slingshot maneuver so they get away from the star and kind of back on track. Um. Yeah, and then everybody respected Nico and tre- and treated her like the captain that she is. No, no, <laughs> that's not what happened. Apparently they don't have any kind of brig or any oh, yeah. way you can lock in people. Because at this point, I think because of the damage to the ship, they can't actually put people back into Soma, so they have to be awake until it's fixed. No, but I imagine they would yeah, okay, they would maybe. still lock in Jerksa and, and Michelle and the other who, who mutinied. But no, Jerksa is just back as second in command, and Nico just let them all do their work as usual. I mean, I can't. Like, what? I can I, I can kind of understand this though because making room like de- when you're designing a spaceship and making room for brig might seem like a waste of space. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, fair enough. So. I, I can get that. But also maybe like make their um, little quarters, like their personal quarters, um, be lockable. Yeah, put, put, him, yeah put him in like house arrest kind of scenario, yeah, you know, yeah. where he can't leave. Or like, you know, someone always watching him, like William, like he can, he can, can't he split himself or something and just have one of him? Well, maybe not. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Let me get into William for Please a little bit do, here. Please do, because there is a lot <laughs> there too. <laughs> so, William is the AI. And it's sort of hinted at, not so much in the first episode, but, but in, the, in the series of, overall, that he's developing real feelings. Um, and I can buy into, okay, so this is the future where they have such advanced AIs that they are sort of be- becoming people on their own. Fine, fine. I, I, I buy into that. But he is still... A program. He has still been programmed and he will he has to follow that programming to some extent. Even though if even though maybe he can make decisions sometimes, but but he has to has some kind of not walls exactly, but but like 
after the mutiny, Jöxa asks him, do you recognize my command? Mm. And at first he says no, and then Jöxa gets angry, and then William changes his mind. And I'm just like, but he must... It's it's just not what William would like. William likes Nico better, so he would Mm. like to follow her. (gasps) That, that that's how it's presented in the show but it's not just that he's an ai mm-hmm. so he he must have like registered nico as the leading commander and he can't like override that <laughs> after a mutiny like he's it's, oh, oh yes unless <laughs> i reckon if something were to happen to nico mm, an fair, accident yeah, yes, that yes, would make her enough, incapable enough, of but, blah, blah. but that is that is that, uh, but it does bring up something else that I've been, that <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, as we're talking about William. So William is a very complex character, and he he's attractive. He looks very yes. good. Yes, he has a British accent. Yes, kind of nice. And a very soothing personality. Like he mm. <laughs> gives off. I don't know. <laughs> But there was one weird thing. I think also this was in the first episode, like kind of early on. And and she, he, she says like, why do you look like you do or something? And mm. he's like, I, I, I was modeled on people you like or something <laughs> weird. Yeah, so yeah. they modeled. So, I, okay. First, first question. Why would they model the AI based on what Nico like or are they t- or is he talking about humans in general because then by god you need to be <laughs> specifying that for the audience in the back aka ebba <laughs> <laughs> uh secondly maybe is everyone seeing the same william seeing the same william that is like it's just something mm. i'm thinking of like I, there is a lot to the design of william that i i wonder just why why have a sentient yeah. AI? Yeah, I think the scene that you were talking about, uh, I think he says that he modeled himself after what people oh liked. Yes, that's um, even way weirder. Yes, yes, it's a little bit creepy, kind of. <laughs> and he didn't say, you humans, which again, audience in the back would like, but uh, it's just strange. And a question to you, why, why would you want a sentient AI on a spaceship? Like a sentient William style AI on a spaceship. Like what's the what's the perks so far as three episodes in? Like what are the perks of having that? Well in, in specifically in another life, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I, because what William does is he says a lot of uh, he actually says several times, maybe not in the first episode, but throughout the the series. Oh, I've been locked out of this or that system. Um, so he. Oh my god! Yes. He 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 doesn't. He seems to lose contact with himself. <laughs> he's <laughs> no. he's part of the ship all the time. <laughs> it's like my arm is falling asleep, but to him it's like the communication system is falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he also like is a lot of things he's not picking up on his sensors. You know, like the cloud of dark matter, and also later. Uh, in, in like the second or third episode, a completely moon that he missed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so as far as an AI goes, he's really stupid. Yeah. He's really so, nice, but <laughs> So I, I honestly don't know. Because why like in general, if we don't just think about another life, if you think like a spaceship in general, why would it want in an AI on a spaceship? Well, one of the reasons I can think of would be that you have this intelligence 
that can keep track of all the systems all the time and can sort of tell the people on board here is a problem there is a problem uh you know i'm picking up this on my sensor and then sort of help organize the whole thing help give a uh, like a project uh, leader almost yeah kind of kind of or or, you know the guy who has eyes all over the place Mm -hmm. you know that that helps (laughs) yeah but but william doesn't really I, I don't know what he's doing. There, there's a lot that's fr- fl- that's fly- that's flying under his radar. Yeah, honestly, yeah. and I can also feel like there's another con to having a a good-looking, uh, nice AI like William, and that is like okay, so we're jumping ahead, maybe one episode or so. I don't remember quite, but <laughs> when they go back to sleep again, and William is super sad that he's going to be lonely for several mm. months mm. and I just feel like that would be that would be so heartbreaking to go to sleep and just knowing that he's gonna mope mope around the corridors for months yeah there, there is William <laughs> I, can't, William, just, I yeah. couldn't be able to do it puppy <laughs> eyes and I was like no okay William I'll stay we'll play cards for eternity I guess yeah William <sighs> as a concept has so much potential you know this AI who is one of the crew, except some of the people, look at him as a person and some don't. Some look at him as an object. Yeah. And and, and you can have that conflict. And, and there's so much potential to mm-hmm. that story. It's not a new story or a Absolutely very not. original story, but it's a fine story. You yeah. know, I would I, if I were to bring up a better example, the Doctor in Star Trek Voyager has mm-hmm. kind of the same story. You know, he's an AI, but throughout... All the seasons of Star Trek Voyager, he becomes more and more human in how he oh. acts, in how he thinks, in how he's interacting with other people. His story is great. Mm. And that's, I think, one of the things I like most about Star Trek Voyager is his, his journey. Uh, but he had several. I, have, yeah, I haven't he... seen just for reference. Like, I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get I... there eventually. But... <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. I like it. Um, but he has several seasons to build up this. William seems to, I mean, it's almost like they they skipped the first part of that character arc. Like we we're jumping in in the middle of William's character development, which means that when he's sort of saying, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna be lonely. I'm starting to have feelings, mm-hmm. etc." It comes as a whiplash. We're like, "Oh, okay, he's that kind of an AI." Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, it's it's so weird. It's oh. Uh, anyway, we are not done with the episode yet. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Okay, so I can say immediately like this is not going to be three episodes kind of episode. We're gonna do one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's our, just our, too our, much. Yeah, our original plan was to do talk Fail. about the first three Another Life episodes, but I guess we had so much to say about the yes. first episode. So first five minutes yeah. even we can't, can't get past them. Um. So uh, what happens next is, uh, well, the ship is damaged and they are fixing it, which means that they are like, I don't know, screwing in bolts or something. It looks, when we see them working on it, it just looks weird. It just looks like they, I don't know. Screwing in bolts? Wait, what? Go through it again. What? Yeah, when we see the people, specifically uh, Nico and Jörgsa, who is in some... It looks like a oh. boiler room almost. Yes. I don't know. It's with such electricity a weird room. wall. Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they mm-hmm. have like, oh, what that? What are they called in English? Uh, wrench. Wrench. 
wrench. Yes, wrench. They have wrenches, and they're just sort of. It's, well, not, not, I, it's not called screwing in bolts, I think, but you know, you understand what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. They are just doing that randomly, mm-hmm. and it just looks so weird. <laughs> and I'm just like, what, what, what is all this? What, what is this room <laughs> even? What's the point? Like, is it the boiler room? <laughs> it probably is the boiler room. They're I like, mean, okay, they're communications, <laughs> communications is down. <laughs> But most importantly, we can't get hot showers. So Mm. get on that boiler room. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (sighs) So, yeah. But anyway, uh, Nico and Jerksa are alone in this room. And there's like... Wise. Wise move, right? Oh, yes. mm -hmm. Very wise. Very wise. And there's electricity, like, you know, sparkling all over the wall kind of thing. Which looks cool, I guess. I mean, it's... uh, Again, money was spent here. Yeah. yeah. If you want some kind of special effects that shows that, oh, this is damaged, you know, have have some lightning, some mm-hmm. electricity on your wall or something. It, it works. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. And Nico and Jerks are talking. Not in a good way. They're sort of... Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but Jerks is... It's tense. <laughs> yeah, tense Jerks, conversation. Jerks is being a jerk. And he's asked, he asks Nico... You know, if she got to choose between her daughter, Jana, Jaina, oh, yeah, uh, and right. the rest of the earth or something, who would you pick? And she answers with, oh, that's a stupid question. And he says, well, that's my answer. And I'm just like, what? what? No. no, that's a completely irrelevant question. Yes. <laughs> Nico is absolutely right. It is a stupid question. Yeah. It's void like the space between his ears. Like, it's not... What is he trying to get here? I mean, because his problem earlier has been that he thinks Nico is... What does he actually think? He's... No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah. I have been re- I've, I was reacting to this as well. And it's also the problem with the crew. It's this flip-floppy thing where you mm. think that they have a certain standpoint. But mm. then... They make it so they had another standpoint in the beginning, but you're like, but that wasn't in the script. That wasn't clear in that scene. Mm, mm. So, and I feel like that is also what's happening with Jörgsa because like he isn't, I think there's even, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's even a scene where like he, oh my God. Okay. Another thing here. I am, (laughs) no, I'm flip-flopping here, but okay. So they are all ready to die. Um, you know, with Jerksa's move and everything, you know, earlier. Mm. Uh, because they didn't, they just couldn't wait a couple of months, like like so. And then there's another point in, I think, the next episode. Where some people are at risk. And it's it would be a very um, unwise decision to sort of try and save those people. And some of the crew members think that Nico is, like, don't care about them. And don't care if they're would die or not but mm. that was kind of the thing that they was accusing her of being in the beginning and i'm just like make up your mind like yeah either yeah. you're willing to risk your life and you want that kind of decision making or you want the safe route like i don't what do you want from her like it's it's so and i think that's kind of like what he's doing as well like it's almost like rewriting what happened earlier in a way if yeah, that makes it's sense. so strange. It's just yeah, yeah. Weird character arc. <laughs> I don't know. He, 
I mean, his problem earlier when they're having their their argument of uh, which course to take, I think he's accusing her of not putting the mission first uh, or, or something to that nature. Which I think is exactly what she's doing and yes. what he's not doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But his question then, when he asks her to choose between Jaina and the rest of the people on Earth, I'm just like, that's... Uh, that's it's the same thing, even. Yes. Like, the Earth is her. Like, yeah, the, yeah. the Earth and daughter is the same. Like, it's not even... I mean, it's dumb in, on more than one level. Like, it's just... What, what he should be asking is, how would you put your daughter in relationship to... The mission or yes. the crew yes. or something like that. You know, something that is on Earth and something that is close to them right now. When he's comparing two things that is on Earth, it's just like, what? And then that, that, yeah. that, that is effectively and essentially the same thing at that moment. You know, everything on Earth plays the same role in Nico's decision making. If she chooses to you know keep the mission safe because she wants to potentially save her daughter from evil aliens well her daughter is also the rest of humanity in that scenario like there is no scenario where they are right now in space in the spaceship where she would make a decision based on Jaina versus earth earth like Jane right. isn't there. <laughs> and I, I feel like they're tr- I feel like they're trying to make it in so that her daughter is almost like a liability in a way. And I yeah, just I don't feel like it works. I feel like if anything, like you say, that would be a strength to her. Because mm-hmm. I also feel like they're trying to get it like, oh, it's a liability because whatever decision she's gonna make, it's gonna be the one that gets her home again. Exactly. But that is the same thing i don't think like what from what i know of nico like i've seen the whole season but like going just three episodes in like what i know of nico she wouldn't go home to earth without having figured out the the alien thing first Mm. like that wouldn't be in her reasoning almost so it's just it's just like first his thing is really weird but then this whole other thing that they're trying to make the daughter into kind of an issue it just doesn't work no in any way you know, in any way or form <laughs> no so what happens next linea they are having this weird who wants to be a millionaire question thing and uh, <laughs> uh jerks uh, says i don't remember what he says exactly but he says something rather sort of ominous some, he says something in, in a certain tone that sort of yeah, starts alarm bells that, ringing, essentially. That lovely serial killer tone that we <laughs> exactly, all exactly. know and love, yes. And he picks up something, uh, a weapon of some kind. I don't know if it was a knife specifically, but something the, si- the size of a knife. I think it's just a wrench. I think it's yeah, just maybe, a tool. Maybe, yeah. but that, that size, something he holds in his hand. That it, The scene, the way it's filmed, the way it's structured mm-hmm. it tells the viewers he's gonna use this as a weapon and potentially kill nico and nico sees he's holding this and he's sort of standing threateningly over her as she's uh, working on the stuff and she reacts and she kicks him like in the chest you know mm-hmm. <laughs> sparta style almost <laughs> which is oh also something i just want to laugh at a little bit because damn, not the way to do yeah. it yeah yeah i don't know uh, 
Even a kick to the groin area I'd be okay with. <laughs> so she kicks him into the electricity that was live at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and so. uh, she just watches him hang there and being fried to death. Barbecue. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. She's thinking um, about condiments and salads and just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you would think that William being... The omnipresent AI would have some kind of, I don't know, video of this or something. But no, it's Camera, Linnea. They left that back like a decade ago. <laughs> Cameras. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Cliffhanger. Man. That was a journey. Huh. We, we promised, we promised a ride. We promised another life. And this sure was it. Oh, this is an alternate reality. <laughs> this is this is just like this is the uh, perfect, perfect surf and turf of just all kinds of things that can be rather annoying about modern sci-fi. A lot mm. of tropes, a lot of like I'm not gonna hate on young adult, but I think you kind of know what I'm getting at. Like yeah. sort of like the Vampire Diaries, <laughs> that sort of thing. It's great fun. <laughs> It's like you cannot, you cannot not watch it. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I am absolutely sincere when I'm saying that. I look forward to season two. <laughs> I do, because here's the thing: there is like bad television, like bad films and things like that. But you can only watch something ironically and like laugh at it for so long. Mm. And I feel like another life. Is that kind of quality, quality schlock, quality <laughs> shit that just, it's, it's nice. <laughs> so after all this roast, <laughs> highly recommend. <laughs> uh, I, I just remembered we, we barely talked about what uh, Nico's husband Eric was doing on Earth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God, I had a whole thing I wanted to talk about with yeah, his yeah. science. Okay. Lightning round. Two things that annoy me about Katie Sackhoff's husband's science, okay? <laughs> Number one, he's practically all alone. Where is the team? Okay? Yeah. Where yeah. is the team? We see like two other people or something. Yeah. Honestly, it yeah. feels like it's him and one other person. And the mm. boss always wants to fire him for not doing, like delivering immediate results. Mm. And I just feel like that's not how science is done. Mm. Have you looked at the Switzerland particle thing in that tunnel? You probably know what I'm talking about, Linnea. So. Yes, CERN. <laughs> Thank you, CERN. <laughs> that wasn't two people and an annoying boss. That was like 50 people and then the, all the other workers that are making sure the coffee is working and everything, you know? Mm. So that's number one. Number two, this might be in the next episode, so maybe, maybe <laughs> I should... Maybe I should hold on to that one. But it has nah. to do with Mozart. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I it's... don't think we yeah, I don't think we get Mozart in this one. We get pigeons in this one. We have pigeons. Oh my god. I, okay, pigeon can be the substitute for Mozart. But it's always something like that. It's always like man, I can't even contain this. I was gonna say lightning round, but this is not lightning round. But okay. So here's the thing. His science. It's basically him getting lightning bolts in everyday life. Like his daughter says something like, oh, it's like the bird is in the air. And he's like, oh my God, 
pigeon song that's what I should play to the rock crystal uh-huh. and that is his science at every step of the way so we'll get into Mozart but that's two things that annoy me about Kitty Sackhoff's uh, Earth Husband's science yeah I have no idea how he's working you know scientific <laughs> method what's that he has none he has pigeons <laughs> and Mozart I mean I think I think what they kind of want to pull off with this is they want to have something like a rival with the whole trying to interpret the alien language kind of scenario which can be quite interesting except the right yeah the right is here like it's trying to be it's trying to be a rival it's just the writers don't have they don't have what it takes to write it i mean just one teeny tiny detail here that really sort of puts into context what we're dealing with so um when they are playing the pigeon sounds they Mm. want to uh, change the the intensity or oh, whatever yes. uh, with the frequency mm-hmm. and he Eric says lower it blah 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 hertz per second hertz per second if you know well, anything I about know science nothing, so <laughs> yeah hertz is the unit you measure frequency yes. in it no, is per definition something it can be different things something mm. happening once per second <laughs> So saying hertz per second is essentially saying blah, 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 per second, per second, which is uh, an acceleration, actually. But it's it's just such a... You just have to Google it. It's on Wikipedia. It's the dark matter thing again. I feel like (laughs) they didn't Google it. That's the thing. They didn't Google it. They didn't Google dark matter. They didn't Google hertz. Hmm. Yeah, and they the thing is, Google. I'm losing language here. The thing yeah. is that even as as kind of a scientist myself, but as a, as an engineer myself, mm. watching science fiction stuff, I can be quite forgiving of them not getting the science mm. realistic if the science still makes sense in context, mm. if the people in the story react rationally to it if the consequences of that thing makes for good drama or whatever but it doesn't in this you know the whole dark matter cloud the way that people react to that is just it's baffling it's baffling whether or not the dark dark the cloud of dark matter is realistic or not doesn't matter because it's the way that they react to it that is the problem exactly (laughs) human no right no it's it's, you're so right like the human the human reaction and Mm. the drama that ensues from that reaction needs Mm. to be believable needs needs to be something you want to invest into and just and just feel like and just be there with them and so 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 that's why i'm like thinking like they they should just drop the whole the, the whole science thing basically no okay so when i said like just make it purple glitter cloud and call it something i feel like they should do the same with his science like there are a few things you could do that would make this feel like it makes a little bit more sense get rid of jerksa later that's one of our fixes right like Mm. get rid of him later let things do a little bit if you Mm. want them to be annoying do so just make sure that we kind of like them first so we can handle them being assholes a lot of the time yeah yeah and also okay i I, I will let you finish and then i have something to say about that yeah 
And 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 secondly, like for example, like I, it really bugged me that he didn't have any co-workers uh, on Earth. It really mm. bugged me, and I can't explain why I was so annoyed by it as I was watching it. Just, I just felt like he has one person to talk to, and it just felt so weird to me. But then I feel like this is the future. So if that's what they're going for, because they don't want that uh, kind of set, they don't want that feeling, uh, they want him to be brainy boy with sidekick, you know? Well then, have a bunch of machinery that feels super high-tech. We don't need to know that it's goddamn nanotechnology and that it's, you know, things that feel modern and cool right now. Just, just, just make it so, make it even more alien and weird. Like mm. it really feels like future. And then, then I'll buy it, you know? Don't use stock photos, basically. <laughs> <laughs> stock science. Can we, yeah. can we call it that? Stock science. Because I feel like sure. <laughs> that's what another life is using a lot of. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It take, it take some, some shortcuts there, I think. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm going to address a problem here I have with a lot of like film criticism well not only film criticism mm. book criticism as well criticism in general wow no uh, one in... is safe in this <laughs> podcast episode <laughs> in uh, on, on the internet today because ah. we have social media we have youtube we have goodreads whatever you know all those mm. platforms that gives all the people who wants to have their voice heard can do so and they mm -hmm. can write reviews uh, and they can do their cinema since episode on youtube or whatever yeah and they can do so without really having any understanding of how criticism work or how it should be done. Are you describing so... me right now? Because <laughs> I feel uh, attacked. No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about a lot of other people. Uh... Wink, wink. <laughs> you, no, okay. uh, no, but but a lot. I see specifically when it comes to science fiction books or movies or TV shows, a lot of people who they do episodes on youtube where they are complaining about oh this wasn't realistic oh how stupid and i'm just like it's not whether or not it's realistic that matters the science can be wrong in almost every aspect as long as it makes sense in the story you know cause and effect yes. is central in storytelling and as long as that works cause and effect as long as that is fine you can mess around with your science as much as you like, you know. Absolutely, it's world totally building and dramatic yeah. tension. Uh huh. <laughs> so <laughs> true, so true. Yeah, and and also uh, sort of in in uh, company with this, I also want to point out that we don't, and I, by we we I mean us on the podcast here. Mm. We even though we're hating on Jerksa so much, <laughs> we are not saying that. An unlikable character is the same as a poorly written character. Because no. this is also a problem mm -mm. that I see a lot. You know, people on Goodreads, they're like, oh, I didn't like the main character of the book, two stars. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that is shit criticism. <laughs> it, because it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. the point. An unlikable character can be a great character if they're all well written. Jerksa is an asshole. And he is also <laughs> incredibly poorly written because... We don't we don't get to see enough inside his head to yes. understand his reasoning, to understand how he thinks. Which we really should uh, based it's... on what based on what kind of dynamic 
they are trying to 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 create with yes. him with with the they are stressed yeah. like it's a stressed episode because let's we're gonna get into that more in, in the in the coming episodes but it's very st- stressed in into getting things moving and it just won't let things simmer and uh, nobody likes unboiled rice so really take your time with the storytelling i would i, I also want to as I was saying previously, like I am genuinely looking forward to season two. <laughs> and I, because basically also just acknowledging that I think that these actors are uh, terrific. Like the acting to me is not an issue. No, uh, no. They, they are the, great. <laughs> the, the poor people are doing the best they can. <laughs> yes. And like, again, hats off to Katie Sackhoff, uh, uh. the matronly matron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so annoying oh yeah yeah that's, that, that's kind of also another thing that i want to say because sometimes people will criticize an actor for the flaws of the character or the perceived flaws of the character yeah uh, i mean just a few examples would be um the, oh, what's her name? She played Captain Marvel. Um, uh, oh yes, yes. Oh, uh, Brie Brie Larson. Yes, Brie Larson, and also I don't remember her name either. She played Rose in the new oh, Star Wars trilogy. Yes. Um, don't remember either, but yes. No, I know. no. But they got a lot of shit because people had opinions on their characters. Don't Shh. do that. Is. The actors are not <laughs> to blame for that. You know, I hate jerks uh, so bloody much that I don't blame his actor for anything no. of that. I think his actor did no. a good job with what he yes. was given. <laughs> Wouldn't mind seeing that actor more in the series. Like that's no? that's a it's a that's a different reasoning. Like no no no. The actors they are terrific in this. Mm. I like all of them. <laughs> I mean even I'm, we'll get into Michelle's character, but Michelle is really, yeah. <laughs> she is just so angry. <laughs> but the thing I think is, I, yeah, I sense yeah. a lot of insecurity in her. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing with the acting. Like she's, she's one of my favorites because the actress <laughs> is just so good mm. with portraying that anger and vulnerability at times. So, so I just, I kind of like her character in the end. Because the actress is so good in it, you know? But yeah, yeah. Mm. speaking of actors, there was one crew member that I think we forgot to mention, the doctor, Sane. Yes. Uh, I think the actor playing them, I think, is non-binary. And I think maybe the character is as well. Um, yes, I think so which too. Which is, I, I, you know, credit where credit's due. That's quite nice that they included that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, if, if that's that... the case. I haven't looked into the actor <laughs> no, at all, honestly. So me I me no neither, I... I think I think I did when Another Life first aired, and I ah. watched it then. But I'm I'm uh, I haven't looked it up recently. But I th- I think they are non-binary. Um, mm. So you know that, that's a plus. And what I'll say, I mean, by episode one, we haven't seen uh, so much of the Doctor. I think they are sort of in the background because of everything <laughs> else that's happening, like oh, communications is mm. down and everything. <laughs> um, but my only issue with that character, and we'll get into that, is the age. They just come off ah. as real, real young, and mm, and they well, are supposed. Most of them do. <laughs> yes, well, absolutely, and we're we're back at the issue of 
Katie Sack of being the matron of this ship, which is really the wrong dynamic here. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. so they they come up as kind of young for mm. the job, but the energy, just like with William, is really soothing and comforting. So again, good acting. You know, mm. Mm. I would tell secrets to that person <laughs> and have them guide me through an anxiety attack or whatever you might have in space you know uh, i mean i i can just think you know katie sackoff she was in uh, battlestar galactic and yeah. the new one and i can just imagine her sitting recording another life and sitting there like oh this is shit but i'm paid to do it so i have to <laughs> possibly or maybe it's just fun to play space captain Fair enough. I feel, I feel Fair like enough. I feel like honestly, if, like if I if I had any of these parts, I'd be just like, well, I get to play around on a spaceship. I don't really care. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm gonna mm. do my best and have fun <laughs> at work. I don't know. <laughs> um, that was another life episode one. Wow. Yeah, we've been recording for <sighs> one hour and fifty minutes now. <laughs> Is with this a podcast uh, <laughs> which is longer than the episode yeah. itself <laughs> though i will say i think out of the three episodes we watched for this episode which we didn't end up talking about but uh i think the the first one is really the worst one there's yes there's so much wrong with the first episode yes uh, it, it, i mean the pilot yeah the pilot episode of a series is like the most important episode mm-hmm. of them all because it's what gonna hook a viewer to your show yes and they just screw it up so much but it is it is an incredible sight and you won't believe where the story will go can it get worse can it go <laughs> even nuttier yes so yeah how do we wrap this one up it was fun talking about um, oh for sure a lot of fun I have waited long <laughs> long yeah. for this day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've been hinting about this for a long time yes yeah. um, and finally we've birthed we've birthed the episode um, well since we didn't get to cover all three of the f- the episodes that we had planned today um, yeah. I imagine we're probably gonna do the next two pretty soon um, yep, I hopefully. would at least like to record them while I have them fresh in my memory so we will get try Absolutely. to get those out uh, as soon as possible Yes. And uh, yeah, listener, have you seen Another Life? We want to know what you think. We really do want to yes. know what you think. <laughs> so Please. go to our Facebook. Yeah, go to our Facebook page, Star Crash Podcast, uh, where you can show your thoughts and also give us, give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, or check out our Instagram account, which is also at Star Crash Podcast. Um, and join us next time as we sit down and talk about well. Uh, another movie is probably going to be the next episode but also join us for our next Another Life episode (laughs) (laughs) we would love to have you there bye bye bye